There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Living life as a gringo Where you question Where you fit And every time you mingle They say you do this With not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes, hello and welcome To another episode of Life as a gringo I am Dramos, of course And crazy to think, man We are almost at 2022 We have two episodes left Including this one Until the new year Which is just absolutely wild To, to even think about When this time last year The podcast was Man, basically just an idea, and and we were waiting on so many things, or I should say I was waiting on so many things to hear if it was actually going to happen. So just a beautiful, beautiful thing when you reflect back on it in that way. And all of this kind of reflection that I think inevitably happens as we approach the the new year just had me thinking, you know, about what I wanted to talk about on today's show. You know, I was going through a few different topics, but it just kind of felt like all that I have learned, I mean, especially talk about this last month. I mean, those of you who have heard the, the episode I did on the Hoffman process, the retreat that I went away to, um, just how life changing that was for me. And a lot of those different things, you know, uh, like the Hoffman process or just things that I've learned throughout the course of this year have really shaped the way that I am approaching the new year and, and how I think about, you know, setting goals. And of course, the inevitable New Year's resolution that so many of us uh, either choose to not participate in or choose to try and and do and and you know generally speaking majority of us end up failing miserably at so i kind of really dove into thinking why is it so hard for us to kind of set a resolution that sticks set a goal that sticks and i and i kind of felt like we're focusing on the wrong things or at least we've been conditioned to focus on the wrong things so i want to get into that in this episode uh, and that's why i titled this episode new year better me and i'll get into into all of that of course i will ask y'all's opinion on on your new year's resolution for this year and see where your head is at but first let's um let's start things off as we always do with a bit of a deep dive on this topic in a segment we call for the people in the back say a lot for the people in the back All right, so I think first and foremost, when it comes to like these goal settings at the beginning of the year, this whole New Year's resolution, 
I think it's safe to say that most of us are probably doing it wrong. or We've been taught to, to do it wrong. I mean, I, I pulled up this stat that said 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by February. That means we can't even fucking make it a month without failing at the New Year's resolution that we've set for ourselves. And I think it's it's a few things, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we I think we we all tend to kind of think possibly too big or or even too specific. Like we set these really extreme goals for ourselves. I want to lose 50 pounds by this month, you know, or, or you set this like incredibly specific goal of I'm going to make X amount of dollars by this day or this month, you know, and and, you know, these are, are, are great to kind of, you know, speak into existence and to try and attract these things. But I also believe that once you maybe don't achieve it, don't achieve it at the point you wanted to or have an off day, it really sets you up to kind of just completely drop out on doing any sort of self-improvement at all. And, and let's be real here. I think our generation, those of you listening to this, and, and there's some people actually older than me that are listening to this. And I salute you for that because you're, you're essentially doing work on yourself even just by listening to this kind of podcast. I, I think when you think about our culture and the sort of cycle that many of us kind of find ourselves reliving, the generational curses that many of us find ourselves reliving, it's incredibly important that we figure out ways to break those and, and to better ourselves. And I mean, what's a better time than to kind of think back on how you've been this last year and going into a new year of how you can begin to kind of maybe correct some of those same cycles that you've inherited from your parents that you find yourself uh, falling in, you know, and that was obviously a big part of what my trip to the Hoffman process was about was kind of breaking some of these cycles that I found myself copying from my father, from my mother, and, and, and breaking some of those generational curses that have held back our family for, for far too long. And I want to touch on a couple of things. I mean, I, I think first and foremost, the, the one thing we always hear, and that's why I kind of changed the title of this show to reflect kind of what I thought was a better version. We always hear like new year, new me, right? Um, or new year, same me, right? Like, uh, and, and to me, both are incredibly toxic. I think when you talk about this idea of new year, new me, to me, you're setting yourself up for saying like, there's something wrong with me and I inherently have to become a different person in order to to be good enough. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that also when you set this gigantic, you know, goal of like changing yourself completely, the second you begin to go back into some of your old patterns, I think it's it's very easy to kind of just say fuck it to the whole thing, right? Fuck it to growth in general. Because when you start finding yourself falling into some of these old patterns, you immediately begin to feel like this shame, like I have failed, right? And that, that's something I've been struggling with a bit coming back from something as crazy as the Hoffman process, where it's like, I spent a lot of money to be there. I spent a week doing intense kind of like, uh, you know, neuroscience uh, related activities to kind of try and rewire the way my brain thinks and to like analyze every single way that my brain thinks and why it thinks that way. But the reality is, you know, as the, the weeks have gone on and being separated from that experience, I've definitely at times found myself going back into some of my old habits that I am not proud of, you know? And, and there's definitely like shame that, that comes along with that. And it's like, man, I'm supposed to be this new person. I've set out this goal that life, I'm going to be seeing it through an entirely new lens. I'm this new person. Um, and yet here I am finding myself doing some of the same shit I, I was trying to correct before or that I thought I corrected. And it's really easy to kind of, you know, feel like you fell off the wagon at that point And it's just like, fuck it. None of this works. Let me just kind of go back to what I did, you know? And, and I think that that's why this whole new year and new me thing is so toxic if you're not careful kind of with the parameters that you set for yourself, you know? And even and this other, I, I heard somebody the other day uh, say new year, same me. And, and to me, it's like, 
you know, aside from that kind of feeling a bit egotistical, like you feel like you're so perfect that you don't have anything to change. I think you're kind of doing a disservice to yourself by not striving to be a better version of, of yourself moving forward, right? Like we should all be doing that every single day. Like there's no point in our lives. I don't care how evolved you are, how successful, how incredible your life might be. There's no way in, in, in you know, as being a human being that you don't have something that you could improve on. And that's something we always need to need to keep in mind, no matter how many workshops you've been through, how many podcasts you listen to, you could always potentially get better. And that's the exciting thing about being a, a, a human being is the evolution of being a human being. And to me, that is sort of the the sweet spot that we should all be striving for, right? New year, better me. Because it's a lot easier to improve upon yourself, right? Because it doesn't always have to be these gigantic, drastic changes that you know everybody in the world notices. Like, it could literally be something as simple as like, man, last year I went to the gym 10 times. And now, you know, as of February of this year, I've gone to the gym 15 times. It's like, bro, that's a big improvement. Like you've literally improved upon yourself from last year. Now, that doesn't mean you should go ahead and just like stop going to the gym altogether if that is one of your personal goals. But at the same time, it means, hey, if I fell off one day, I miss going to the gym today. Like that's okay. You know what I mean? Like think about the improvement that you've made already. Like you've gone more times than you have last year. If you fell off, hey, be aware of it, see how you're feeling and just make the promise to yourself that you're going to go tomorrow and, and move on from there, right? Like you're still improving regardless if you miss the gym that one day. I think that's what a lot of people, I'm using the gym reference because a lot of people will, will you know, be like, uh, you know, I'm going to get a gym membership and become a healthy person. And that's like their their New Year's resolution, right? Like one of the most common ones. Um, but I think a lot of people fall off because once you miss it that one day where you tell yourself, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week and now you miss it that one day, it's like, fuck it, why should I do it? Where if you are setting the goal of personal improvement, hey, I only went to the gym three days a week last year. I'm going four now. Like that's a fucking beautiful, beautiful improvement. And I think that's something that that so many of us kind of miss out on, right? Like we we see all these motivational speakers on the internet and they're telling you, nobody cares, work harder, do this. Oh, you're not doing this. You're not finding success in this age, in the internet era. There's something wrong with you. If you can't find success right now, you're not cut out for it. Like all this bullshit that you hear from these quote unquote motivational people on the internet. And to me, it, it, it finds us in this dangerous place where it's like, oh, if we're not checking all of these incredible boxes that these people are telling us, then what's the point, right? And that mindset that gets bred as a part of this culture that I speak of, to me, that's what holds so many of us back because we, we start judging ourselves and our progress based upon these really grandiose ideas of what it means to be successful, what it means to be achieving things, you know, um, how, you know, like we're grading ourselves on this, this scale that really is not realistic for everyone, you know, and by doing that, we're not celebrating those little wins as we should. And what happens? You get discouraged, you get de depressed, you start feeling lesser than you start feeling inadequate, because you're not finding the same level of, of success as some random fucking person on YouTube is telling you you should be in this era. And to me, thinking this way is just a fast track way to burning yourself out and not achieving any of the things that you have laid out for yourself. And even if you do, feeling incredibly empty on the path there and probably when you achieve that goal itself. To me, the right way to do this and the healthy way to do this is to pat yourself on the back each and every day, each and every step along the way. Recognize and celebrate the fact that you are in a better position today than you were yesterday. It doesn't matter if you've reached your goal yet or not. It doesn't matter how long you've been working on this project for. Can you honestly tell yourself, I have made an improvement today? And if you can, then you've won and you deserve to celebrate yourself.
because it's been my experience in life. It's those small incremental changes that happen when you aren't even really paying attention. Like those are the ones that have the greatest impact on your life as a whole. Those little changes are the ones that it that are easier to stay consistent with, right? It's not about these gigantic leaps forward, right? Like, cool, those might happen every once in a while, but it is impossible for those to consistently happen. It's all about forward progress. Whether it's an inch or a fucking mile, it is all about forward progress. That's the secret. That's what people don't want to tell you. That's what people will make you uh, feel guilty about when you're celebrating your little wins. Nobody, regardless of what try, type of face they like to put on on the internet and pretend nobody has had some sort of like gigantic leap that just changed their life overnight and now they're, they're fucking successful and incredibly happy. Like there were millions upon millions of little, little steps, whether they're aware or not, there were tons of little steps that got them in that position to find this incredible success. And those little steps are progress, right? That's what we're talking about. Progress, forward moving progress. As long as you have forward moving progress, that is all that matters. Because to me, progress compounds, right? Progress builds momentum. The amount of momentum that you have built up at that point because of these little steps of progress that you have been making over time will make it incredibly hard for anything or anyone to stop you. And that's what we want. Like, think about this. I'm not sure how many people have read this, but the the idea of a thousand hours, right? And that is um is a, a rule from the author Malcolm Gladwell. And it's basically saying that you need a thousand hours in anything to, to essentially master it. And I think that that's incredibly fitting when we talk about something like this, because let's just say you happen to get some sort of like incredible once in a lifetime opportunity. Um, you know, say uh, you're in my position and you want to be on the biggest radio show in the world, right? Let's just say the breakfast club, say one of them leaves and, and they're just like, Hey, I heard this random kid on um on Instagram, he seems pretty funny. Let's give him the job, right? Now, listen, there's a small percentage that it might work out, but odds are you're probably gonna fail miserably if you have zero experience and you've put in zero hours towards actually being good at the opportunity that you're being given. And that's what I mean by these tiny steps. All these little steps that you're making each and every day, those are your thousand hours. Those are your your hours that you're putting towards becoming an expert at something so that when an opportunity shows itself, you are ready to continue on with that momentum, right? That you don't have to slow down that ball as it's tumbling down the hill to now play catch up for the job you've been given. You are just like a bulldozer moving forward. And now somebody's kind of opened up a gate for you that allows you to just drive straight through and knock that fucking building down, right? And that's what I mean. Like, it's all about momentum. And listen, I'm not saying big goals are not incredibly important because I honestly think they are. I have really big goals and I think that they allow to kind of keep you on track. But those big goals are nothing if you don't have those little micro steps to get you there. And that path to that big goal is going to feel incredibly difficult if you are not giving yourself the credit that you deserve along the way and allowing yourself to celebrate each and every day as you wake up a better person, a more effective person, and that much closer to your goal. And that's why I say, you know, new year, better me. I'm not looking to set myself up for that I'm going to become like this unrecognizable person in the new year. And I'm also not going to say new year, same me, because I think I'm so great that I don't have anything to learn. Again, it's that sweet spot, self-improvement each and every day, little steps each and every day towards just becoming a slightly better version of yourself. And all of that adds up, right? That's the thousand hours. That's the idea of momentum. That's everything that I'm talking about here. It's all those little incremental things add up. 
And oftentimes on our way towards success, on our way towards goals, on our way towards wanting to be a better person, we are our worst enemies because we critique ourselves so fucking harshly. And that's why I say it's so important to celebrate these little goals, these little improvements upon yourself, because it allows you to be your own biggest cheerleader in a world that loves to say, I told you so. Told you you couldn't do that. Told you that was impossible. Told you you weren't cut out for that. Learn how to be your own biggest fan. And I promise you, you will be a far happier person in this life on your journey towards your idea of success. And with that said, uh, no me gente segment on today's show. Um, I just kind of felt like it all worked out better doing it in the, the deep dive here for the people in the back to kind of give you what's been on my mind and also hopefully some more words of encouragement going into this new year. But of course, we will have our Ask a Gringo segment. I want to hear y'all's resolutions, your goals for this upcoming year. Before that, though, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr. And on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Ask a gringo. All right, so for anybody who's new here at DJ Dramos on Instagram, if you want to be a part of these conversations, I always ask my audience to participate in the conversation on Instagram. You can check that out. I post it in my stories. The question for each episode this week, I made it real simple. What is your New Year's resolution? I'm going to read a few of the ones that I got on here. 
Now, uh, at J underscore Fro90 says, full-time creative worker only and financial independence for major growth in my brand and audience. And I love this. I love this goal. I love this mindset in general. My only warning to you would be is kind of what we've been talking about. Be careful not setting too big of a of a goal here, right? And listen, again, there's nothing wrong with having that gigantic goal that kind of sits around in the back of your head that that gets you kind of, uh, you know, continuing on your journey on those days. We don't really feel like it. But, you know, it's incredibly difficult and daunting to become a full-time creative. You know what I mean? That's something that often takes years and years of building to get there, right? And I'm just talking from my own personal experience. And listen, I hope that it happens for you in the next three months that you can quit your job and become a full-time creative. I genuinely do. But I don't want you to now be in a position where towards the end of next year, you might be looking back. And if you haven't achieved that goal, you're feeling like shit about yourself and it causes you to kind of give up almost, you know, I would start setting kind of more micro goals that you can have for yourself. Like, okay, well, you're not a full-time creative yet, but what things can you be doing on a regular basis that you could set for yourself as a goal? What did you do last year that you can now improve upon? Were you consistent on social media last year? Um, can you be more consistent this year? Whatever it is that you're trying to do, get more clients to do design work for. I'm not sure what it is that you do for a living, but whatever the case may be, set little goals that allow you to kind of really have a better timeline to know that you are improving on a regular basis, on a daily basis. You know, so you can wake up every day and say, you know what? I know that I'm not where I want to be just yet, but Today, I moved at least a step forward towards my ultimate goal of being a full-time creative. So as nice as it is to have this big-time goal, I think it's also important to set an intention to have some of those smaller goals in mind that you can track on a daily basis so that you can continue being your own biggest fan and keeping yourself going during those times where it might get a little bit rough. At Ice Mees, my guy Ice Mees, who's an incredible hip-hop artist, um, he says, uh, to elevate my craft to a higher level and make more genuine connections. And I love this one um, because it's not too specific. You know what I mean? He's, he's basically saying, I want to get better at my craft and I want to make more genuine connections with people. And that's pretty simple, right? Like you can, you can, you know, make a few more songs this year and like, you know, make some better hooks than you've ever had in your previous parts of your career. And you've elevated your career at this point, right? Or you want to make more genuine connections. Well, now you're like in the mindset of, I want to go out and meet like more like-minded people who have my same drive. You know, and that's something you can easily quantify where it's like, yo, now I have, you know, three new friends who like are hustling just like I am. And I'm inspired every single day. And last year I might have had a bunch of friends who just want to hang out and, and do nothing all day. Like little shit like that. I love that that kind of goal setting because it's going to be very easy for him to feel great about himself because he can quantify those successes, you know, and, and they're not such grandiose uh, ideas that he ends up just kind of giving up on himself. Uh, when he's not seeing, you know, this sort of big success that a lot of us set ourselves up for. So shout out to you, Ice. Let's see. At Bren J Life Coaching, the homie, uh, revenue 120K for my business by June and retire my husband from his position by the end of the year so he can pursue his passion as well. And listen, I love where your head is at. I think it's beautiful that you are setting this goal with um, trying to get your husband financial freedom as well. And without knowing anything about your financial status. I don't know how close you are to 120K. Uh, you know, if you're incredibly close, shit, this is a perfect, perfect goal for you. If you are that close that you just need to kind of maybe get one or two more clients and you can hit that goal of 120K and put your husband, um, you know, put yourself in a position where your husband can also retire and focus on his creative endeavors. But if you're nowhere near that, you're just starting your business, it's really difficult once again to do all of that in a year. And I'm not saying it's impossible. I have all the faith in the world that you can 
accomplish this goal. But I don't want you to feel daunted on the path towards doing so, because I think what we also oftentimes forget is this whole shit is supposed to be a lot of fun, right? Like not just the, the successes, not just the riches, not just the fruits of our labor are supposed to be fun. The entire path getting there is supposed to be fun. Like I can promise you, like, listen, I've dreamt about having many of the things that I have in this life right now. And while I was on the path, I wasn't present enough to really enjoy it. But when I think back on some of the memories that I made while working towards this, like those were incredible moments in my life. And not to say that they're better than, than the moments that I'm having right now. They're incredibly different. But I do wish I got to, you know, actually be a little bit more present to them and enjoy them as they were happening, you know, um, because they were in incredible. And you'll never be able to see the world through those eyes again. You know, it's just like, when you first start out in a relationship or at a new job, any of those things, right? I think we all could probably say, I wish I took the time to just smell the roses just a little bit longer um, in that moment to make sure I really fully appreciated it and wasn't just thinking about the next step in whatever it is I was doing. So that's what I would just say. Be careful with, with some of those goals. Again, I hope that you're incredibly close to that. And this is just kind of like the year that you're able to go, you know, um, and put yourself over that hill. But I would say for something like this, let's just say hypothetically, you don't have the business at all yet, right? Your business is not making any money at all. You're starting from scratch. What I would say is set the smaller goal of like this year, I want my business to actually be bringing me real income. And that you could set a general number in your head, but I want to be actually my, my business to generate some income by June, you know? And then from there, you can kind of reset and be like, okay, I'm making $40,000 from my business, um, you know, to this point of this year. Let's see if I can you know, double that in the next three months, right? And little things like that can allow you to to enjoy the process a little bit more and not kind of guilt yourself if you're not hitting these grandiose goals. And again, I'm just kind of assuming, but again, I think big goals are kind of great. But to me, when you set a goal like this, where you want to make X amount of money, and you also want to retire your husband all in the span of the year, unless you're incredibly close to that right now, it can be really scary and daunting and kind of make you not show up uh, when you need to if you are, if you don't have kind of some of those smaller goals. So again, just, you know, not, not talking shit on anybody's goals or anything like that. Just be careful with your timeline you're giving yourself. I think having the grandiose goal in the back of your head, I need to be making 120K for my business a year to be able to have my husband now not have to work and he can go do his projects full time. Like that's a good grandiose goal to have in the back of your head. And then now have more of a, a micro goal uh, in mind throughout the course of this year that is, is helping you build that you can kind of uh, quantify each and every day, right? So I want to build a profitable business this year to me is a lot more um, achievable than than all of what you just said. I, I, again, believe you can eventually get there one day and you might get there this year. I hope that you prove me wrong, but I don't want you to feel disappointed and kind of feel like, uh, you know, it's the same thing as like when you play this game of like, um, you know, looking at people on social media and you're looking at all that they have, right? And they've got like the fancy ass car, you know, like the luxury car and they have a gigantic house and you yourself are doing good. You know, you drive a brand new car. It might not be a luxury car, but it's still new. And you just bought a house and it might not be a mansion, but it's still a house and you own it. But you're still not allowing yourself to enjoy it because you set this goal in the mind of like, I need to compete with that person and their lifestyle. So what happens is you don't allow yourself to celebrate the wins that you're having because you're so focused on this big ass goal that you've set out for yourself. And that's what my fear would be. I don't want you to miss out on enjoying the moments along the way as well, working towards this, this big goal that you have for yourself, which I have no doubt that you'll be able to achieve. Just something to, to keep in mind. And the last one I'm gonna read uh, from my guy at in Maxwell's house. Maxwell's a dope uh, radio personality here in New York, my guy. Um, he says he wants to journal more this year. And I love that because this type of shit I'm talking about because A, journaling 
has proven for me to be an incredible helpful tool. And I've kind of fallen off the wagon a little bit. I used to be a lot more consistent. I go through phases where I'm consistent, where I'm not. Um, but it's been an incredibly helpful tool for me to kind of be able to express myself and gather my thoughts and, and really organize how I'm feeling. And I love how he didn't make this grandiose thing. I'm going to you know journal every single day for the entire year, you know, and then all of a sudden he misses one day and now he begins to feel that shame and feels like shit and misses another day. And the next thing you know, it's like, fuck it, fuck this goal. It's not working. I like that. He just said, I'm going to journal more. So maybe, you know, Maxwell journaled 10 times last year and now he wants to journal more than 10 times. Well, that's a great goal because it's pretty easy to get you know, yourself to journal more than whatever that number is that you set out for yourself last year, which was 10 times, let's say. And he could feel good about himself as he's like going on this journey because like, yo, I'm getting real close to topping myself from last year. Wow, that's great. Now I've topped myself. That's incredible. I've, I've already reached my goal and it's only February. Shit, how much more can I can I accomplish? Can I can I triple the amount of journal entries I did last year? Can I quadruple them? And that's how you start motivating yourself little by little as you're hitting those little benchmarks. You're then crushing it in a new way that you probably wouldn't have if you would have set this crazy goal like every single day I need to journal regardless of anything, you know? So that's what I mean. It's that mindset of, of just being able to understand how to keep yourself properly motivated and how to kind of keep those bad thoughts out that we all have that provide all kinds of shame and anxiety and and make us kind of doubt ourselves and our ability to follow through on things. Um, and that's kind of what I what I mean by all of this. Just just strive to be a better version of yourself each and every day. And eventually you will hit those bigger goals just by the sheer momentum of making those little steps each and every day. And with that said, thank y'all so much for participating in the conversation. Again, at DJ Dramos on Instagram, if y'all want to be a part of the conversations. And uh, man, let's wrap things up here in a neat little bow in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. Before that, though, let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
you have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Time for conclusion soon. All right, so I think to me the biggest lesson that I'm learning from all of this and my journeys and my you know forcing myself to kind of learn and learn from other people and and go out and and explore what this world has to offer as far as like the world of self-help and and self-improvement. And I think one of the biggest things that I've learned about the human being, we all have this within us, is that we are harder on ourselves than any stranger, any family member, any friend could ever be. Like it was incredibly glaring to me when I was at the Hoffman process and I'm in a room full of incredibly successful people, many who are have esteemed professions, incredibly wealthy, um, have families, all the above, everything you can kind of dream of. And when you hear them talk, they're sharing the same thoughts of self-doubt and self-hatred that I am, right? That they're not good enough. They're not smart enough. They're not lovable. All of these different things. And, and you're looking at them like, yo, I would never have said that about you. I would have never thought that about you. I think you're an incredible person. I can't believe you think that way about yourself. And that's when I mean. we're like our own worst enemies. And I think along this kind of process of, of really trying to get a hold on my mental health and figure out what works and what doesn't, I think it's it's incredibly important to find ways to love yourself, right? I talked about this when it was like finding my authenticity, but the ultimate goal, the ultimate way to find real fulfillment and happiness is genuinely having love for oneself. And in doing so, you have to understand how your mind operates, how your mind thinks, and what is the the best way to get the most out of yourself, right? It's just like any great coach, um, you know, in sports, you know what I mean? Like they know how to get the most out of their players, right? They know what positions to put their players in where they're going to shine the best, right? Anybody who's a great coach knows how to do this. And you have to become that for yourself. And that's what I talk about when I say be careful about these gigantic goals or this idea that I need to create a new me. You know, all of that is incredibly daunting. And when you set that as the thing that you are focused on, you're setting that intention, it becomes incredibly easy to be really harsh on yourself when you inevitably fall short on that path at some point. Because we all do, we all will, right? We're never going to be perfect. We're always going to have certain things that pull us back in a certain pattern that we have to kind of course correct as we go along. So that's why I say new year, better me. Because if you just tell yourself my goal is to day by day become a little bit better than I was yesterday, become a step closer towards my goal it becomes much easier to cheer yourself on because then you're seeing results on a consistent basis. You're seeing, shit, I know that yesterday I had 1,000 followers. Today I have 1,001 followers. That's a fucking success. I could celebrate because I'm moving closer to my goal of having, let's say, 10,000 followers, right? Little by little. And then you're fooling your mind in a way into like looking for ways to celebrate yourself, looking for ways to appreciate yourself on a daily basis, you know, looking for things to be grateful for. And that is is what leads you towards having that fulfillment and that ultimate love for yourself, which is what I think we're all striving for when we think about success and 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 everything else that, you know, we we think will bring us that fulfillment. The reality is it's all about that self-love. And when you have that self-love and you genuinely enjoy yourself, you know, that is a huge, huge, huge portion of, of what it takes to actually feel fulfilled in this life. So I guess my point being to wrap it all up is figure out ways 
that you can consistently celebrate yourself and that you can consistently show up for yourself and that you can consistently have progression because progression leads to momentum. And the more progression you have, the more momentum you have, and eventually nothing will be able to stand in your way because you have built up this insane amount of momentum. And by the way, I don't mean like you literally have to be doing something every single day. Like rest is also a part of progress because sometimes your body and your mind need that rest and that rest allows you to be sharper and more creative. So that is also a part of your daily progress towards your goals. You don't literally always have to be doing something. And I'll leave you with a quote from one of my personal heroes, the late, great Nipsey Hussle, rest in peace. He says, instead of trying to build a brick wall, lay a brick every day. Eventually, you'll look up and you'll have a brick wall. Remember that. With that said, thank y'all so much for tuning into another episode. I appreciate all of you so much. Hope you had an amazing holiday. Uh, One more episode until the new year, and that will be on Thursday. Until then, stay safe. I'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of the Michael Tura Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most... State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore, and every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.